0: Thomas, are you fucking kidding me? Let's go! The Diamondbacks are a wagon. Uh, Ski to you all. And of course, this is the motherfucking Yops! Oh, my God. What a win tonight. Wow. Hold on. I got money. I got lots of money. We got money for tonight. I got, I got ones. I stopped at the ATM here. We'll just start putting them here. Here's a five for now. I'll get you the fucking rest later. The swear uh, jar is going to be crazy. Oh, It's going to be full tonight because the Arizona diamondbacks are a motherfucking wagon. And this team continues to roll winning an improbable game tonight. When Tori Lovallo, that absolute madman decides to go with a bullpen start in game four of the national league championship series. Wow. And here we sit even with the Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia Phillies. Two games apiece. You all, I swear to God, you feel these fans better be here tonight. Don't fucking, sh- don't sh- not show up. Don't not show up. All right, I got a lot of that out of my system, of course. Uh, I'll save those for later, but I am, of course, wow. your mayor of the postseason. My name is Derek Montilla, uh, and this man next to me, he is the hot tag, but not tonight. I am I, I am the hot tag tonight, you but are. this man uh, continues to be the hot tag for me, and I'm so appreciative he's here uh, to cover this NLCS with me. It's one and only Patrick Lyons from DNVR. Thank you for being here and putting up with me in Jesse's absence and My everybody's pleasure. absence.
1: This is this has been enjoyable uh, being a part of something uh, as as Man. wild as this has been. NLCS, having a little skin in the game and Woo. and seeing you enjoy yourself tonight. I have been enjoying wow. myself,
0: Damon. We we uh, definitely enjoyed ourselves tonight because Derek. I, what, I got one thing for you.
1: What do you got? Do not
2: dare let us get they three. They fucking let
0: us get two, Damon. Do not dare let us get three. God help you if you let us get three. God help you. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks find a way tonight to come back. After they had a victory, they battled back in this one, uh, winning the game six to five. Uh, a game that honestly seemed like uh, like it was out of reach. Uh, Diamondbacks at one point were down five to two. Their offense continued to, to pick away. Uh, and then they have a huge, huge pinch hit home run by Alec Thomas, his third home run of the series. And we are all witnesses, Damon. Put the goddamn graphic up because we are all (laughs) witnesses to this man's greatness. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Our young king comes through uh, when when at times it seemed like nobody on the offense could get the big hit. Puts the crooked numbers up on the board. Allows the Diamondbacks to tie the game. Gabriel Moreno comes through with the game-winning hit in the same inning. Yes. A big, big hit. And the Diamondbacks sit here now. Two games apiece with the Phillies, uh, and they have su- they have su- successfully defended Chase Field. When I say that, I mean the Phillies cannot clinch here. There will be no, no pissing in our pool. There will be no pool party <laughs> for you, no matter how this series works itself out. But we're not we're not we're not going in that direction. We are going in the direction that the Diamondbacks have one more game at home, Game Five at home with Zach Gallen, who you know how wow. good he's been on the mound for this team. But tonight they didn't have Zach Gallen they didn't have Merrill Kelly they didn't have oh, they didn't have anybody as far as their starting <laughs> pitchers were concerned but what they had was their bullpen and this bullpen that we absolutely have torched at times this season uh this bullpen that has basically mutated and become something completely new and something wonderful uh it it you know this this game was in their hands it had it. It had its ups. It had its downs. Uh, yes. But I mean, somehow they mm. were able to keep this game within reach. And the Diamondbacks offense showed up in a way they have not so far in this series and then pff, win this game.
1: It was their numerous comebacks by the Diamondbacks. The game started and it was already the Diamondbacks are behind in this game because they've got a bullpen game. It was all about the bullpen. And their plan, the bull plan, as bull we plan. kind of phrased it. The bull plan?
0: At one point. That was our short title at one point. I think it was a good one, but of course, how could we not go with answer backs oh, after totally. what totally. So even when it was 0,
1: zero you go, ah, how are they going to get these 27 outs? And we'll break down how they did it. They get up early, 2 nothing. Uh, after the third inning, and then they give up that lead and slowly but surely they chip away and maybe some questionable decisions by Tori Lavella. We'll get into that over the course of the next hour, hour plus. And then <laughs> they officially, knows me now. officially answer back and win this ball game, Man. 6-5, when it just seemed like a foregone conclusion that it wouldn't happen. <laughs> here Max we go.
0: We got He wasn't in the spot the whole time. He was not even here. And that's why they won. Uh, wow. Let's go. We got dangerous. dangerous. Baby. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. I can't get enough of this. Send, send everybody through here, yeah! that's for sure. But my God. Wow. What a night for the bullpen. And they again, <laughs> they talked about on the broadcast, uh, if this game were to get tied up, if this game were to go long, that, you know, the that the Diamondbacks would be in, in a rough position, but right. it seemed like in all actuality, the Phillies were in just the same position because this had uh, the the makings of a bullpen start for them as well.
1: It did. It, no, it absolutely did. Because Christopher Sanchez, while the numbers were really good for him. We talked about it in the pregame and I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, this guy could really go up and and, and post kind of like Ranger Suarez was able to do in game three before the bullpen comes in. And he only ended up getting what four more outs than Joe Mantiply ended up getting. Yeah. And Thompson turns it over to his bullpen makes a couple questionable decisions. Why is this guy even in the game? Why is Craig All right.
0: Kimbrell in the game? Why, Why is Craig A's? Kimbrell staying yeah.
1: out there? And again, you, you have to put away this diamondbacks team. You have to separate the head from the body. You have to cut the diamondbacks. Backs heads off in order to really make sure that you've killed this beast. Cause if you don't, they will
0: answer back. We got some super chats from all of you. Appreciate the love piece of Yoshi says, Alec closed the pool by hitting <laughs> in the pool. Hell yeah, he did. Uh, you know, what we need, we need some chase field lifeguard, uh, shirts or maybe security guard, right? Uh, Benjamin Menes. Thank you. He says anyone, anytime. I remember that old catchphrase. Wait until Corbin wakes the fuck up. Yes, absolutely. And Christian <laughs> Walker too. Frank. Thank you for your super chat. He says, hello. Nice game. Uh, ending from a bandwagon, Arizona fan, Frank, baby there's plenty of room on the wagon. This wagon is made for you and me and it is <laughs> to uh, for us all to be on uh, Max Simpson mm-hmm. who just ran through our set like a goddamn madman said I will stand in the spot which is right on top of Phillies fans heart so freaking hard. That is a wow. spot Max that you are allowed to stand on and we'll get to some more of those super chats here the in a moment. The heart spot is the where heart Max spot. shall Oh my god stand. just right on your chest. Wow uh, Joe Mantiply got the start he did exactly what we thought he would do yep. right we went out there he got his one inning of work he gave up one hit struck out one stayed in there for the four batters that he faced and picked off and kicked off Turner as well Picked off Turner as well that's true he, didn't, sure, he did only get three batters but yeah. here's the thing about uh we, we just talked beforehand like would there be somebody warming up there absolutely you, was you, you did Luis that one. Frias was that already, was good. I've never seen somebody warm up at the start of a baseball game but here we were with this wild bullpen start they talked on the on the broadcast about Rob Thompson Hating bull part, bullpen starts, yep. he hated using them, and he hated facing them. So <laughs> I wonder if, as much as we think this master plan for Tori to use a bullpen start is some sort of crazy idea, might have been concocted a bit more in the fact that his opposing manager doesn't like it, right? So it's like the reason why he doesn't like it is due to the inconsistency, especially when you right. have a team that's as offensively potent as the Phillies are, who can really dial in on a starting pitcher and. Like, like we've talked about, that third time through the rotation, maybe even that second time through the rotation – already have them kind of figured out.
1: Yeah, there's not a ton of familiarity between Phillies hitters and Diamondbacks pitchers, so seeing a guy even just that second time is great, or a second inning, and look, remember last off, uh, last postseason where Bryce Harper was going and whispering in the ears of his teammates saying hey, here's what I saw, yeah. here's what you can take advantage of, here's what you can exploit They were doing Phillies, that in the dugout in this game. And they were only able to do it for so long, yep. because as soon as maybe you figured something out against a Diamondbacks pitcher, and sure, they did give up five runs today, it could have been a lot more if it wasn't the, for the fact that Tory Lavello did have so many guys to then go to mix it up and feel like you had a little bit of trust with, and, yep. and that definitely paid off for the Diamondbacks
0: tonight. Uh, somebody asked in the chat, I think it was Nathan said, where's Jesse? We need to keep cooking. Jesse's at chase field right now. He'll be joining us in our final segment with all sorts of updates from both Tory's, uh press conference after the game, as well as the, the clubhouse. But uh, back to this bullpen, uh, so many guys that deserve credit, obviously things didn't work out great, right? Kyle Nelson, there was a couple of points where sure. if you wanted to really pick at Tory's managing or mismanagement of this game, it had to do with at times not having that quicker hook that we've seen him have. Honestly, it's been effective. So I don't know why he would go away from it. Like so far in, in the postseason, if someone struggled once he has a chance to get them out, He does. There was a situation where Kyle Nelson uh, got out of, I think the third inning after two thirds innings pitched seemed like a good time to move on and and get to that next, you know, arm in the pen. But with a game like this, I can understand some hesitancy when, when he wasn't really struggling, but then Kyle Nelson uh, gives up that home run to Kyle Schwarber uh, in the fourth. Yeah. And then immediately it looks not so good. Right. So it's like, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but you kinda have to balance trying to get the length out of your guys while at the same time sticking to a plan that seemed like Tori was going to try to go. Almost inning by inning and just kind of right. let one guy get get one inning as they maneuver through the game, which is a game plan we thought we might see out of it.
1: And we've been seeing somebody new step up each and every game. And on, and on offense, we're starting to cycle through the second time through for these guys. Cattell has done it many times. Moreno, Alec Thomas with the pinch hit. But on the pitching side, who would have thought that Luis Frias would come out of the pen and get man four outs man.
0: four and two, four two Ks outs. and just look absolutely outstanding i mean again these guys brandon fought, obviously we know about what he did in game 3 game 4 uh luis Frias. like you said man i mean these mm-hmm. guys are the future of this team he's a big part of this bullpen going forward and it's great to see uh andrew saulering unfortunately not has, has not had a great postseason did not have a good no. night tonight was probably the weak spot for this team. He loaded the bases uh, before finally being pulled by Torrey, which again seemed like it was far too late at that point. He had a chance to pull him a little bit earlier than that. Right. Uh Chose not to. Uh, it,
1: it, it was the spot on which he he walks Schwarber, and you go, okay, that was his third batter. That was to start off. I want to say what, what that was. Was that the sixth inning? Yeah, that was the sixth inning, and that was his third batter. So you could have lifted him and said, well, you know, you might want Saul Frank against Harper, the left on left, but with Trey Turner area. coming up, you go, eh, if you if you bring in uh, Thompson at that point, then at least you're able to get to, uh, you're able to get Turner, and then you possibly can can minimize the damage with Harper. And Saul Frank ends up walking both of those guys, and that ends up being. Crazy critical uh he he uh thompson enters the game gets the ground ball to rivera and that right there was kind of the pivotal point in the game and you go man man. in this chess match it just didn't work
0: out yeah it like especially with the way obviously yesterday's game went and how this offense has gone so far in the series they they you know the game was tied at that point They go down two Two runs, which so far kind of seemed insurmountable because right? the Diamondbacks have not been able to put up, you know, this this many runs. So they hadn't far. been
1: able to hit a home run. Remember, the, the previous uh, game that they'd hit a home run was game one in the sixth inning right. by Heraldo Perdomo That's against right. Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm. So they had actually gone 28 consecutive innings without a home run before that Alec Thomas homer. And think about it.
0: Oh, wow. 20. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 my math is right. You had that yeah. look on your face, yeah. right?
0: I, I look, Two it nine inning games, eighteen, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was, it, it was, it was absolutely a lot. Put that in the swear jar. But yeah, and, and even still, that home run by Perdomo, barely got out, right? It was 345 feet, had an expected batting average of 140. It was a homer in Citizens Bank Park. It would not have been a home run at yep. Chase Field. And you had two balls today, one by Trey Turner, uh, and then there was somebody else, Avril Muto, who hit one today that wasn't out at Chase, but it would have actually been a homer at Citizens Bank Park. So the power source was just not really there. So you're right. Bro. When they're down
0: 4-2 in that spot, ooh, it, was, uh, it wasn't looking good. Ryan Thompson is a dog ryan thompson is a motherfucking dog uh, i'm gonna put another dollar in there for that uh but man this guy had uh of course, the the most innings pitch tonight for this team uh and again like three strikeouts two walks you put him in in a terrible situation right oh, you put him in bases awful. loaded uh and i think it was no outs right bases loaded no outs correct um and i mean again what what did you what did you expect? Two runs score on that on that play. That was kind of a blown play by Rivera. He really should have just stepped on the bag. And, I don't. And,
1: so so could he have gotten to third? Remember, his momentum was taking him in foul territory. Yes. It would have been close. It would have been, I think it I, may have been close. He had no play at first base. We know that, right? I, Throwing across the diamond, plant your friend, no play at back. second. I
0: mean, yeah. I, like, also, I think we talked about this, that he definitely, I, I agree that he definitely could have maybe taken a little bit more time on that throw, considering it was Schwarber coming home. Damon and, pointed that out, yeah. hey,
1: you could have steadied your feet a little bit, maybe had a better throw, and I think that was yeah. the case. Moreno, you know, kept the ball in front of him, but it, it skirted away not that far. Turner was just, he didn't slow down one bit. Kudos to Trey Turner. That was really good base running to get a second run on a play that you go, hey, they might get an out at the plate. Yeah. It was the opposite. They got two runs on a on a what could have maybe been a five three in any other game.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just can't say enough though. Again, about Ryan Thompson, yeah. Kevin Ginkle, and Paul Seawald. Four innings. My four innings God. from those three guys and those guys. Combined uh, for four total hits, and two of those are Ryan Thompson's, and of course the runs uh, on Thompson, the one run. Uh, Ginkle flawless. You know, again, just the one hit. Uh, Seawald gives up the one hit, and somebody said it earlier in the chat when we started this show. But God damn it, stand up and applaud for Mike Hazen bringing Paul Seawald in, and for Paul Seawald being to this team what he has been. We suffered through some terrible times watching. <laughs> almost every member of this bullpen tried to close games out. And it seemed like none of them were capable of it, you know? So for the fact that we got Seawald uh, and he has been able to consistently do what he has done at the back end of these games, along with Kevin Ginkle, who's an absolute gem uh, and just gets me fired up every time he's out there. I mean, that's why the diamondbacks are winning games, the ability for them to have guys that could come in in high leverage late inning situations and close the game. Out is a, a complete turnaround from how how bad they were at that early on in the season. What a roller coaster ride that has been! Not just early on this season, historically in this franchise's history, they've never had quality relief pitching the way they have it right now.
1: You, you throw shade at Jose Valverde? I
0: am absolutely showing, <laughs> throwing shade at Jose Valverde.
1: I mean, Paul Seawald uh, shouldn't be called the closer. Fernando should,
0: Rodney pitched for the Dominican League yeah. today or yesterday. He
1: did, 46 years old. He, let's go. Seawald shouldn't be called the closer. He should be called the savior because when he left the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Did, did he you was, hear what he just said? He, le- he left the Mariners in the, the Mariners. Closer, he's the
0: savior.
1: It tanked the Mariners' oh, season, I right? Can't,
0: I can't come up with anything better than and that. I'm set. Go and ahead. He's... You do the show by yourself. That. All
1: right,
2: Yoshi. Him the uh, is yeah. that not insane, Patrick? Chafin, Castro, <laughs> McGuff was the core of your bullpen, and, and that, then that was now, it. Look at us. That's who you had. Look at us. Look at us.
1: A big difference. Who would yeah, have thought? The, that acquisition was was great. I, I thought at the Absolutely time, not me. I kind of <laughs> thought at the time in a way that the Diamondbacks gave up too much. Now, it was more, more of the quantity than the quality, but I thought they'd given up a lot, and those guys contributed to Seattle. But, I mean, props to Mike Hazen because he realized if we can steady the ninth, we've got Ginko who can steady the eighth maybe we can find somebody in the seventh and yeah, Ryan Thompson fell from the heavens Dude, right into their lap. Literally
0: fell from the heavens. And, yeah. and
1: everything else really seemed to have settled, right? You know, like he actually might have fallen
2: he from
0: He might heaven. be an angel. <laughs> that's why he,
1: might he be throws an the way he does. When he fell from the heavens, he landed a little funky on his shoulder,
0: and so that's why he, he is the way he is. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick's asking the important questions. Do you think you could beat Whoa. the Astros Whoa. if you get there? Yeah, let's go ahead and ask that question. I don't care. Do we think we could beat the Astros? We can Beat anybody. You hear that PHL? We can Philly's? beat anybody because a connected team is a fucking dangerous team. <laughs> My God, the offense is back too, and now that's that's dangerous. You want to talk about danger? The offense being back, because if this team can somehow get their shit together at the plate, this team is going to be a beast going forward. Uh obviously they took the early lead early on. Uh, the single from uh we Daniel Rivera, who definitely didn't deserve that nickname. In this game with some of his defensive plays, but he did get things started early with an RBI single in the second inning RBI single from Gabriel Moreno. Moreno was all over this game as well, including having the game winning oh. hit. Uh Marte extended his postseason hitting streak to 13 games and yes. he just continues to be a beast out there. Wow. He, he was a part of all of this uh, Marte scored. Let's see. I'm sorry. I don't have it available he to me, get the, two runs, get two, hits, two runs, two, two yep. hits, two, two for four. But Alec Thomas. Wow. Not even in the lineup tonight. What not spot. even in the
1: lineup tonight.
0: No, not even in the lineup. tonight. And to go,
1: yeah. And, and to even go, go, maybe go back before him just a little bit. You got a nice pinch hit single from P.F. Smith, Paven F. Smith. F. Smith. That, that's as close as I'm going
0: to come on his name. He's been put he, some respect on his name. He's been doing some stuff oh. and that
1: paved the way. Alec Thomas said, OK, Paven, you want to go out there and continue to have these pinch hit singles? Hold my beer.
0: Yeah. Hold my four peaks. Yeah. Yeah, um, I you know what? Someone said Jesus is the savior. I'm not going to argue with that. But Jesus never closed a baseball game out for this team. <laughs> so <laughs> has he ever gotten three I'm outs just, in October? I don't say, know. Has he ever pitched <laughs> in the high leverage situation? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, um, prove my it. My God, <laughs> Cancel Marte. Uh, I set him up the mountain. Set him up, the goddamn mountain. Let's go. Uh, Racking up those postseason wins on the top, on the way to the mountaintop, which is the World Series. Wow. Uh, but he is not our king snake this uh, this time because it is the man we were just talking about. Alec Thomas, Yes, that game-tying home run in the eighth. Wow. Uh, he didn't even start the game. He didn't even start the game. Third home run of the postseason. And, of course, we are all witnesses. We are absolutely all, wit- all witnesses to his greatness. Um, I don't care if this man can't hit left-handed pitching, start him every single game, play him every single game. (laughs) Stop this foolishness of keeping him out of the starting lineup. I don't care. I don't care. Keep this man at the plate as much as possible because right now he's better offensively than a lot of options that you have. Uh, But like we said, Gabriel Moreno with that game winning hit in the inning and uh, man, what a win! What a win for this team. Yeah, everyone contributed.
1: Everyone did their thing, and again, that's really been the theme uh, of this entire team. This postseason, we we know what the Phillies have, have been about. A lot of it has been home runs from the same guys. You know, I think plenty plenty of the uh, the folks on the roster can get it done, but they're not used to it. Uh, they've gone really quiet in a lot of big spots. Whereas the Diamondbacks guys, look, they. I think we talked about it during that inning. They continue to pass the baton. The Dynamax yeah. guys say, "Okay." It, like when Christian Walker, right, right before uh, or right after uh, the Gabby Moreno uh, big, uh, big go ahead, it was Walker's like, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll just take the walk and and give it to the next guy." So, man, they uh, they've been just really impressive, <laughs> and uh, I, I can't wait to talk to Jesse who uh, we may need to refer to now as Philadelphia Friedman because he's going to Philadelphia now. He's yeah. going back.
3: Yeah,
0: we're so excited to, <laughs> to start uh, that Greyhound yeah. bus ride. It's going to be long yeah. but he'll get there it's, in time. It's fine. He'll I, get there in time. I, I, I could see Jesse dragging himself through the front door with his bag right now being like, hey guys, no <laughs> you know, like, but you got to get back on a got to Get back on the on the bus and get back up there because we are sending your ass back to Philadelphia. Uh, some of our super chats. Thank you guys again so much for that you guys are wonderful Mr. Grimm says donating to the jar so you guys can let loose God bless you I appreciate that let's go Vince. he says let's fucking go it's the Yops, baby it is the yaps what is this team in the Yops? vince makes a great point oh my god he yeah that's a great point after that
2: super chat you're back down to nine dollars from the last one you already
0: used up one of those good (laughs) all right that's fine uh let's see we got charles woodall pike cwp says best of three now and the wagon is rolling again that's such an important part because when he says that Right, the confidence is there now, but most importantly, the offense is there, and it—you know—they're—they're they're getting out of that space of of thinking that they can't score runs. Uh, obviously, it's still a tough test because they're going to have to face Zach Wheeler. You know, potentially, uh, you know that they're, they're going to have to face these guys again. That that were. That held them, you know, pretty much in check. So it's true, uh, but I mean, it just feels like things are heading in the right direction. One game at a time, right? But but Charles points one out, like at a time. you know, you you
1: say that, and it becomes really hard when you're behind the eight ball. They're not behind the eight ball at all. They're they're shoulder and shoulder with the eight ball, which I'm not sure if you knew. Eight balls have shoulders. They do, and they're right next to the Arizona Diamondbacks because this is a two two series. It's now best of three. Yes, only one more is at home, but. 16 and eight now, the Diamondbacks are at Chase Field. 667 winning percentage. That's tied for the second best home field advantage of any team Behind. in any stadium. Behind? Uh, someplace on the east coast okay that's why we yes. need to talk about that what else we got for <laughs>
0: super chats <laughs> caleb Lindsay, thank you for your super chat he said stuck in a hotel deep in dodger terry that's gross Ooh, sorry, uh, well, caleb. we're here for you though the front desk called my room in the eight to make sure i was okay <laughs> ski yee let's go we're hearing reports uh, yeah. of a ski from yeah. the third floor uh sir was, was that you skiing uh at the top of your lungs yes <laughs> it was and everything's fine uh tony thank you for your super chat tony says looks like the only swimming that the phillies will be doing <laughs> will be in those filthy public pools back in Philadelphia. <laughs> Let's go D bags. Yeah. You guys go f- swim in your pool, your stadium. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. river. You don't have one. Uh, Ryan says, wait until Walker Walker and Corbin wake up. Yes. That's such a good point. You know, like there's so many pieces of this offense right now that aren't, aren't on a roll. They're not hot. And should those guys get hat? I hope, yeah. God, bl- God, God help out. you. God save you. I, I hope Carroll's okay.
1: Uh, he did get hit by a pitch there in that eighth. It uh, looked like it was just above the uh, above the knee, above his right knee. Yeah, don't do uh, that so ever. Hopefully, again. it caught a little bit uh, meat or a lot of meat there. Uh, Jesse might have uh, an update on that. If not, we'll get one uh, in tomorrow on that by Corbin Carroll and the hit by pitch.
0: Yo, Vince sent a forty nine ninety nine dollar or forty nine dollar ninety nine cent super jet. Said the swear jar is on me tonight. Let's fucking go, Vince. Uh Saul, so, uh, this is all on what Vince. What a fucking uh, legend. What a fucking legend. Hey Vince, you know what? That's good shit. Hey! Hey, hey you got uh, <laughs> I did the thing. You're not gonna get that out. You got the thing. I did, did the did thing. The thing. All it's right. all on Vince. Thanks, yeah, Vince. It's all Vince's fault. What else we got? Uh Flex, our guy Flex, number Ooh. one d Max fan, says the Flex effect is real. For those of you that don't know. Flex from Jersey started giving us $5 and said he would add five to it for every win. The diamondbacks had during the postseason. We're up to $35. He said, the flex effects is real scared money. Don't make money. This team is ridiculous. Let's fucking go boys. Love y'all. Please keep taking my money. We want to keep taking your money flex all the way to the world series. We love you. Uh, Kurson, love you, uh thank you so much for your super chat. Curse stomp says Philly cheesesteaks greater than the best Mexican food no, or less, less than, than the best Mexican food. You're absolutely there someone had a sign that said cheese suck and I I don't <laughs> I appreciate the spirit. Yeah. But I I when compared to Mexican food. When compared to do, a like carne food. asada burrito, yes it does suck. And I'm sorry, but Dude, that's true. alberto's but. even. Yeah. I mean any burrito, any burrito <laughs> in a storm. Uh Chase says my field uh has room for all wagon fans. Thank Let's Chase. fucking go. Let's go. Uh we all that's right we're all we're all fans and we're all there's plenty of room on the wagon uh Christopher thank you for your super chat says D-backs should be arrested for theft with the trades for Moreno Guriel, and Seawalt ain't over yet for the wagon but you're not wrong about that we you know again look, look at what you're saying. That amazing catch by Lourdes Gurriel tonight. Gabriel oh. Moreno involved not only in one RBI, right, but two and the most important one that he got, which was the game-winning hit. You can't say enough about that trade that happened at the beginning of the season for Dalton Bar Show. And now again, you can't say enough about bringing Paul Seawald in and having that guy that's just so capable of locking things down in the ninth inning and and bringing home big wins like this one. So uh, the the trades for the great Mike Hazen have worked out so far. Uh, Albert, thank you, Albert, for your super chat. Says get get water or uh, water <laughs> and some Kevlar body armor because Jesse's going back to Philly. Yeah, yeah we got to make sure he's uh, careful out yeah, there. He's got, that's got, got, yeah, we're somebody take him out for cheesesteaks. He's got a lot of fans up there, so I think he's going to be fine. This uh, this from
1: uh, Sarah Langs, real quick. D backs first team to win consecutive postseason games when trailing in the seventh inning or later in each wow. since the 2015 wow. Kansas City Royals wow. in the World Series game four and five. They did win the World Series that year. Yeah. It's the 15th time a team has had such a streak in the postseason, and no team has done so in three straight. I mean, we don't want the same heart attack. I think a lot of Diamondbacks mm. fans don't want that. You and I just don't want it in general because it's, yeah. you know, it, these these games have a it's hard, lot on hard on It's
0: hard on my heart.
1: But it wouldn't surprise me if the Diamondbacks did it again on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. A, win's a win a uh, win, that's is a, win. That really oh, matters.
0: a win is absolutely a win we will take any wins right now and especially wins to keep those filthy philadelphia phillies out of our pool uh tyrannical- when are we gonna get
1: that pool graphic
0: uh uh-huh. Where are we gonna keep
1: the graphic of the
0: ool yeah right yeah, notice there is yeah, no, no p in, in the ool. pool There's let's no keep it that in way the ool. uh tyrannical goat thank you for your super chases i'm sure thomas will get king snake but damn the single by gabby and the framing to get marsh out in the ninth remember when carson kelly was our catcher uh that framing was huge. Brandon Marsh was not happy. He's like, You're doing it on the
1: inside, you're doing it on the outside. Don't forget Gabby also had um a caught stealing. I think that was on Schwarber there at one point where he was getting a little aggressive there. Caught him. You you you
0: don't dash on Moreno. You don't do that. <laughs> this is funny because I remember this interaction. They showed it during the broadcast. Carlos within super chat. Thank you, Carlos. He said, I cho- I choose to think that Tori just quoted Mr. Burns telling Daryl Strawberry hit a home run when he was talking to Alec because it did <laughs> it. He like, like called him back. And so and like like whatever he told him seemed to work. Uh Caleb Lindsay with another super chat. Thank you, Caleb. He says, "Take this money and please extend a god dang ski to everyone. A fine ski to you, sir. A fine ski to you, Patrick. Ski to you. Ski to you, Damon. Uh, And a ski for everyone. Uh, And then Mr. Grimm threw us ten dollars more for another max appearance. Uh, I think Max left. I believe, unfortunately, Max is. I gone. believe, max? unfortunately, Max left. But we'll." Who there might still see be some bodies walking over well, legally Chase speaking, Field. he'll need to like swing by tomorrow then. yeah but he was wearing a sexy ass shirt that's for sure and it's the shirt of a connected team and it's the shirt of a fucking dangerous team go get this shirt right now because we are a connected team and we are a dangerous team and you can get uh this shirt over at the phnxlocker.com if you are a diehard member you get 20 percent off if you're not a diehard member but want to sign up you'll get it for free Of course, we thank you guys for being here right now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Leave us a little thumbs up. It's our attaboys. We appreciate attaboys. We're not going to turn around and use that aggressively as motivation against you in any way. Uh, And also, uh, listening on the audio side, we're not going to forget our listeners because we love you too. Uh, Make sure you subscribe over there. Sign up uh, on whatever podcast app you use. And make sure to leave us a review. We always love that feedback, but it is a great night because not only do the Arizona wow. Diamondbacks take game four and tie this NLCS up, but we also have a brand new partner. We are so excited. Uh, we were out there today. I talked about I gave a little preview earlier because I said I was I was at the casino with my paycheck and it probably wasn't the best place for me to be because man, once I once I was in Gila River resorts and casino, I didn't want to leave. It is Arizona's biggest and best resort and casino and we are very excited to be partnering with them. Uh what? Do they have now they have the one million dollar big red showdown at gila rivers uh, resorts and casino at wild horse pass lone butte vikiva and santan mountain can sign up for gila river resorts and casinos one million big red showdown one million dollar big red showdown stay in the game and get rewards it's that easy uh, if you're gonna go you gotta do that get the card get all of that get all those benefits they'll they'll give you all sorts of uh, free money to play with they'll give you comp rooms you gotta you gotta get in on all that stuff plus uh, they have free games on online for a chance to win one million dollars they have weekly pick monthly drawings and so much more can win up to one hundred thousand dollars in cash with all of their games uh, make sure to check that out uh, they have games for november 5th and december 3rd for cardinals game tickets memorabilia and free bonus play prop cards for select football games so visit gila million dollar to get in on the action for more information on gila river resorts and casinos and all they have to offer head to play at gila.com All right. Well, we also have our friends from BetMGM. And as I've talked about, uh, baseball's fun, but it's so much more fun to bet on it. Of course, uh, my bets kept Nick Castellanos from hitting a home run tonight. And I am once again very happy to sacrifice for the team. Um, And (laughs) obviously, I'll keep throwing money in this goddamn swear jar and I'll keep throwing money uh, at whatever I need to do to help the Diamondbacks win. But maybe you should use your money for a much better way, which is uh, that's probably to make money. You could go on there, uh, bet on your favorite sports team, obviously bet on this Diamondbacks team because they are a wagon. Uh, and of course, make your NFL Sundays better with the bet MGM app. Uh, if you are not a member, you can sign up and use our code of PHNX. If you do so uh, and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account, you can place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at a standard odds price. And should you do that? You will get $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of your wagers outcome. And again, I've told you guys this before, but uh, there is no better way to bet uh, with than with other people's money right with sure. free bets bonus bets all of that stuff best things in life are free that's right that's ne- that's never not true but <laughs> of course sign up for the BetMGM app use bonus code phnx place your first bet mgm sports book wager through the sports book mobile application of at least ten dollars you will receive two hundred dollars instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer
2: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369-NEW-YORK. Call one 800 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. one 800 for confidential help, Michigan. one 800 Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario.
0: Ontario. Ontario. All right. Well, we got uh, a super chat there from becom C clearly. He says if you see me and you hit home run, Alec, there go Gabby with the go-ahead run and seawalled. Well, simple ski. Uh, that wasn't that that actually that's probably as good as sexy good. red did, but I mean that's pretty good. I like that uh that Not verse. Bad. I like that. It's uh, a good of, verse. Of course, we do have an updated playoff bracket, and we can't wait to show you that because look at this. Astros. They had a big comeback win tonight uh, off a big Jose Altuve home run. Wow. They take the lead in that series and they're up three to two. Uh, And now, like we said, the Diamondbacks have tied this one up with the Phillies. We said that the Astros are providing the blueprint.
1: Uh, Now, of course you don't want that blueprint because that meant going down. Oh, two, but the Astros have been able to do it since they went to Arlington and the Diamondbacks have been able to do it since they're coming back home to Phoenix. And so, all right every time the astros win the diamondbacks win and so all right I, I guess you can just chalk up another win for the diamondbacks
0: tomorrow in game five perhaps that's how this goes i think that's it's absolutely it's the law of the land that's how the formula goes if You're not yes wrong, but um we have some more uh from the clubhouse of course we got jesse there sending Ooh. us some videos uh first we have gabriel moreno on basically executing and and coming up so big in this game
4: just like <laughs> I've been doing a lot this year, so that's in that moment. That's
0: what I I thought. So just re- relax and exit to the pitch. So that's what I, I'm doing.
1: I think the question was asked, "Why are you such a dog?" Because that man is a—he's a dog. He's a 23-year-old dog. He's amazing. The question was he's asked,
0: impressive. "Would I die for Gabby?" And the answer <laughs> is absolutely without without hesitation. Uh, he actually has more uh, on flipping the series and taking this one. Uh, Potential or potentially, in fact, taking this one back to Philadelphia and sending Jesse back to Philly.
4: What I young right here and when all fans, we're gonna we gonna get the support for turn the series. So now we we are tied and we got one more game tomorrow. So we're gonna do a key what we know it what what we know it, we know, to, we know to do. So That's what. I-
1: he hit third tonight, mm. and that is a new world record because. Uh, no, no catcher had ever batted third in the postseason more than once. Uh, Walker Cooper, really good catcher a uh, long time ago, not a hall of famer Thurman Munson borderline hall of famer, all time Yankee. Great. Did it once Joe Maurer, who someday will probably be Hall of famer. They did it one time in the postseason as a catcher starting catcher hit third. Gabby Moreno has now done it twice. And in both those games, the Arizona Diamondbacks have won.
0: He's such a huge part of their offense, and he's a part of this team, right? I mean, he had some major plays on defense as well. Yeah. uh, And you know what the Diamondbacks' uh, winning percentage is like with and without Gabby. He's just been crucial to this team. But it's odd because another guy that has been very good this postseason, and you could say has been crucial at times, it's been Paven Smith. Oh. And huh? let's be honest. Wow. Uh first of all, we've all, we've gotten our we've all gotten our jokes in about Paven and he read your tweets, every single one of them. Uh and honestly, it's it, it he's one of those guys that we saw go down to AAA and have an amazing amount of success. The Diamondbacks brought him up a couple of times. Of course, you know, none of the guys that they brought up, Jake uh you know uh kyle lewis or pavin really had any kind of sustain, sustained sustained no. success at at a major league level they liked pavin because uh of his versatility you know what they what he could do as far as a backup goes but of, apparently you know like their ability to bring him here in in games and trust him to stay in the game not just as a pinch hitter but stay in defensively uh has just been kind of inspiring right like i mean yes they've always trusted Pavin, but the results just weren't there. They've always believed in Pavin, but, uh, I mean, not everybody did. And he has been written off, uh, by, by a lot of people, a lot of fans, and I'm sure even people within the organization, but, uh, here's Pavin on, on, you know, what he, what he's kind of gone through with that. Um, watching like the first three,
5: pretty much just, uh, what the pitchers are doing, you know, how they're pitching the hitters. And then I pretty much go into the cage around the fourth and the fifth and, uh do a full like flip routine with one of the hitting coaches hit off the machine uh look at some of the relievers that are about to come in that i might face and then kind of just visualize from there
3: Which
0: coach? literally uh let's let's go to the one about Pave being written off
5: yeah i know a lot of people wrote us off but i mean one ten 10 nothing win counts the same for one game so uh we had a talk we had we Uh, Tracked seven game series all year and there was multiple times that we went down 2-0 and uh, won the series Uh, went down 3-0 two times and won the series so we were never out of it Uh, yeah we just tracked that all year so it was kind of just like no big deal we're coming home to chase field
1: man he he looks confident and it, as as he should, especially because I, I think we're going to hear a lot more from Paven Smith, especially when you consider—not literally here on the show—but uh, but I think when you consider like how much Tommy Fam has struggled just a little bit, yeah. Uh, and you see what he's been able to do defensively out there, and you go, man, just. Don't really hit it to right field, kind of similar to how you know a lot of Phillies fans have probably felt about Nick Castellanos in right field. Yeah, uh, since they started positioning him a little bit more in, in right center, and <laughs> yeah. and now he can come and make every play in front of him and to the left, which we actually ended up seeing earlier on uh, in this game four. So Paven Smith, I don't know if he gets a start tomorrow against Zach Wheeler because you got a left-handed bat, and then now you got Tommy Pham a right-handed bat to come off the bench in a big spot if yeah. uh, if Tory sees it you know fitting and 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 suitable and likes that matchup.
0: I think a big part of this is anybody that can get the offense going against Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola yeah. is is going to be out there. I, you know, again, the the ability to kind of have Pavin come off the bench and be able to provide what he's provided so far has been uh, big. And I mean, I I think what they're doing so far has been fine. I don't really see a need to start him, but Tori has been like, you know, he's been he's been very. Uh, Free with his lineup, you know, what I mean like mm-hmm. like again with Alec Thomas Alec Thomas has played a major role I feel like in, in all of these games even though he hasn't started in them and right. you know, it's almost like they they want to go to Alec They just don't want to start Alec uh, against lefty You know against the lefty because he's struggled against left-handed pitching all season long, but um, You know what Pavin Smith talked about there uh, about the team being written off specifically you know it felt like that right I mean even to a degree we did it on this exact show after the first you know two losses in this series yeah uh and honestly we did it when they came into the postseason and 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 I mean we are people that have watched this team all season long we know what they're capable of but it's hard because this team has literally been just such a grab bag at times that who is going to step up and who is going to give you you know, uh, quality, whether that's pitching, whether it's offense, you know, it, it's been, uh, I guess, a, a bonus because they haven't really relied on one guy. They have received sure. production from so many different members of their offense that, you know, they, they, it doesn't have to be one guy doing it the way it does for certain other teams, you know? And,
1: and yeah, and we thought the recipe was going to be Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly, and then hopefully you can win two other games. And it's been the exact opposite of the script because it's been more about hey we need everybody to chip in in this game we don't have a starting pitcher we have a guy that whose name is going to be on mlb.com because he's starting the first inning but that's all they're going to do we need everyone to do something and to contribute even when they're down uh like they were in this game even when they it was it was a a zero zero score through much of the game on thursday afternoon it seemed like well you know what ty is going to go to the team that went to the world series last year so I think a lot of fans probably were even down on the Diamondbacks the last yeah. two days yeah. until they went and and did the thing. They, they really have to go out and prove it and show it each and every night. And that's, that's what a team has to do if they're going to get to the World Series, let alone win a World Series, is just playing every single day and going out there and, and, and doing their best. And so right now, it definitely seems as if the Diamondbacks have that momentum with Zach Kelly uh, excuse me, Zach Gallon going tomorrow. And we'll we'll talk about that during our, our pregame tomorrow afternoon. You got to like his odds at home where he pitches so much better, so much better at home. And he's almost going to need to in a sense, right? Because you're yeah. not sure how many of these relievers are going to be
0: able to come back for that third day yeah, in a row. That's a great point. Um, and I'm I'm sure they're going to be limited when it comes to that. So hopefully they get the Zach Gallon that they've gotten at home for the majority of the season who has been damn near unhittable. Uh, But you know who did not, uh, who's not surprised that the Diamondbacks are here and who's not surprised that that they're uh, still winning games? Uh, Evan Longoria. Uh, Here he is on the Diamondbacks proving people wrong.
5: I don't think anybody's surprised in here. Um, You know, there's the the good thing about. you know, teams that, uh, are counted out is it, it makes you stronger in here. Um, it makes, it, it kind of, uh, gives you something to rally around, you know, gives you, um, you know, just, just something to kind of like aggravate you and upset you and, you know, motivate you. And so, um, every time, you know, we've heard that, um, instead of kind of crumbling under that, that weight of, um, You know, or the pressure of you know, you guys you guys aren't supposed to be here. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. Like we've kind of risen above that. You know.
0: Oh man, Uh, yeah, that that guy's uh, really having the best time of his life right now. I imagine should be honestly. Again, uh, the 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 fact that he brings what he brings to this team uh, that is so young and so inexperienced, uh, you can't say enough about what he has done. Uh, Now we also have Longo on basically the d Dbacks playing Dbacks baseball i believe uh and the traffic well, base our identity all year has been
5: um being able to wear pitchers down um being able to uh you know get on base and create runs without necessarily you know slugging the ball all over the yard um and so you know we we've gotten back to that um, you know the last couple days just, you know, probably from, you know, the fifth inning on, um, working really good at-bats both games, you know, having, um, having that pressure on the pitcher, you know, having them feel that at our home ballpark, putting runners out there and just, you know, Making them make pitches in tough spots, you know, and that doesn't always equate to, um, you know, home runs or, or, you know, scoring a ton of runs, but it, it, it's much more difficult when, you know, you're pitching with guys on base and the crowd is screaming versus, you know, the crowd is calm and
0: it's, you know, nobody on. I've heard that from pitcher t- pitchers time and time again, that they would rather just like at times give up a home run oh, yeah. and clear the bases and yeah. then start kind of fresh rather than having – you know the opposing team just single you to death and get those guys on base. Diamondbacks didn't get a chance to get it working like that, but they did get you know they they did it in multiple different fashions tonight, including uh, the long ball and and kind of what Evan Longoria was uh, describing there. But man, just uh, again, I, I think that the key here from the clubhouse so far is uh, don't don't write us off. You know, I mean, when people ask if the Diamondbacks had a chance yes they have a chance because there was more games to be played did it did things feel pretty low after losing 10 to nothing yeah it's hard not to think of things being very positive except for the fact that there's no aggregate scoring and not a single one of those runs carried over to the next game
3: the question
2: was whether they even deserve to be here
0: that was the question and And that got me pissed off and it's two two it's a bit much welcome to the show right I mean, it's it's crazy to ask if teams deserve to be here because in some cases I get it. Like a team might have an easier path or whatever, but did the Diamondbacks really have an easy path? They went up against one of the best, you know, starting rotations in baseball. I guess the piece of luck they got there would have been, you know, the fact that Brandon Woodruff didn't start uh, in in game two for the Brewers, but they still got Freddie Peralta and he's still damn good. And the Diamondbacks were able to do what they did. They beat the Dodgers. They swept them. They put up 11 runs in first game and knocked Clayton Kershaw out after just pitching a third of an inning. Don't ask the question if the Diamondbacks belong here because they absolutely do. You know, I get it. This team doesn't have the Kyle Schwarbers or, you know, the Bryce Harpers. They don't have the Nick Castellanos that's hitting the home run every other game in the playoffs or sometimes multiple in one game like these guys are able to do, right? But what they do have is a team that's been able to – do it as a whole and like you talked about they've been able to pass that baton off they've been able to let you know kind of relax a bit and not try to be uh not have everybody in the starting lineup trying to be the guy uh and things are it feels like things are moving in in their way right like home, home field advantage is one thing you know but you know, we talked about it. Playing at Citizens Bank Park is very difficult and the Diamondbacks are going to have to win a game there in order to win the series. That's just a fact of the way this 7-game series works out. But right now it really does feel like what is important for the for the Diamondbacks is that after that small layoff that they got after winning the NLDS, they were finally able to get things back in gear that they really weren't able to get, you know, do in the first 3 games of the series.
1: We talked about a little bit this idea that, you know, in, in, in March Madness, there's a lot of, you know, uh, big five schools that they lose a game, maybe in their conference tournament. And that's a game you want to lose because you're still, you know, you're going to be, uh, as part of March Madness, you're going to be the final 68. And you you have that shot. You got that loss out of the way early. You know what that feels like. You know you never want to lose again. And that was kind of how the Diamondbacks ended their season. Then they go into the the postseason. They, they, they back in just a little bit. And they they take a punch, they stagger backwards a little bit. in yeah. Both those games against Milwaukee, they rebra- rebound. They then in in the sort of early middle rounds uh, of this fight in the postseason, they handle the Dodgers pretty well. Even though the crowd is very clearly on the Dodgers side, and you kind of thought that was going to be the case in Game Three yeah. back here at Chase Field, and now. They've been hit on the chin, and they've they've gone down. They went down here in these first two games on the road at Citizens Bank Park, but they've gotten back up, and they've fought again and again, and it's going to be 12 rounds if they win it all. It's going to be 12 rounds for the heavyweight title, and that's how they're going to win this thing. It's going to go all the way to the end. They're going to get knocked down again at some point, but they've, they've gotten back up from losing these first two games, and now every the home team has won every game in this series – conversely in the american league the road team has won every game in that series that's that's
0: a wild thing incredible Uh, wild and carlos up in the chat he gets it 100 percent. he said the day the d-backs may not have household name sluggers but you know how they win through the power of friendship (laughs) they're like the care bears prove them wrong yeah. They're also doing it with home runs from the young dudes, right?
1: Alec Thomas, another one of those 23-year-old players. Yes. Who Homer, that gives the 2023 Diamondbacks this postseason 10 home runs from players age 23 or younger. That is now ahead of the 2017 Astros, who had nine guys, and it only trails the 2015 Cubs, who had 11. And as we know, both of those franchises with that young core ended up winning a World Series very soon after.
0: Uh, do we have Gabby still able to drop a like for us? Uh, is that still something we got? Because we need, yeah, we we'll, we need Gabby to drop a like for us because Gabby has been just so incredible for this team. But, I mean, again, uh, there's still a lot of questions. There's still a lot of work to be done. Just like after they lost two, it wasn't over and there was a lot of work to be done. What the Diamondbacks needed to figure out was how can they keep this team from scoring, which they were able to do in, in game three. But game four was different. Game four tonight, yeah. uh, they they weren't able to keep that red-hot Phillies offense from, from scoring runs, and we said you're going to need more than two runs to do it, uh, and at, at one point, it felt like that was all they could score, right? They were down five to two. <laughs> uh, the way that this team continues to fight back, continues to claw their way back into things, it's impressive. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. And, and, and you did hit that over. We we
1: do know that, because there were
0: we a lot of runs we in did. this game.
1: They, they definitely came a little bit here and there, the three-run eighth inning by the Diamondbacks when it just seemed like, do they have anything left in the tank? You got a borderline future Hall of Famer in there, in Craig Kimbrell, and they were able to get to him. And that's very advantageous. Now, again, the bullpen is taxed. We'll worry about that tomorrow. But now Rob Thompson has a question of, like, who are you getting the final three outs right. with Tomorrow in game five. And are those three outs or those key three outs going to be in the eighth inning again when you say, hey, we might not even get to the bottom of the ninth because if the home team is leading, they don't need to hit again. So
0: we need to get those outs now in the eighth. Is Craig Kimbrell washed? I mean, Craig Kimbrell doesn't look like the guy that he used to be. Uh, And that's all that, you know, especially against this Diamondbacks team. But I've also seen a lot of things out there in regards to his stats as of late. And I mean, when I saw him come into this game, I, I I actually got a little excited, you know. Like he he he's the guy that teams have been able to do it against, and I mean, uh, there's uh, you couldn't. It's it's like night and day, honestly, when it comes to these two teams as far as that closer position. Because Paul Seawald, he isn't exciting. He doesn't go out there and do right. some weird you know, (laughs) pitching motion, pitching stance. He doesn't, you know, I mean, at one point Craig Kimbrell was the most electric closer in baseball. Right. So like the two, I mean, just, it seems like they're just two completely different people, but you know, Paul Seawald is the one right now that is the absolute, you know, just, it it seals the deal. It's Uh,
1: vanilla versus Moose Tracks, Rocky Road. I mean, that's almost what it is. I mean, even Kimbrell in the the All-Star game, I know it's an exhibition game, but he made that interesting, Uh, you know, ended up getting the save for the National League, but even then, you know, he's like walking the ballpark, and (laughs) Uh, and the Phillies have some decent options, right? We saw Jose Alvarado get the final out there in the eighth. So they'll be able to mix and match. Uh, Matt Strom, who's a starting pitcher for them, ended up closing out game four of the NLDS against Atlanta. So, you know, we did see him here in in game four of the NLDS. So he might be the guy. So they, they have options. They have a lot of, you know, left-handed guys, but they don't have the same perfect setup that the Diamondbacks do with Seawald, Ginkle and
0: Thompson. Yeah, it's wild, and I just, I, I it's it's still just amazing considering that we, you know, we watched this season and this bullpen, <laughs> this bullpen just just came out of nowhere. It was like a gift from the heavens uh to to this team to rectify all that we went through at times in the first half. And the team played well in the first half. That's what's wild is if this bullpen was as capable in the early going as as it was here in the playoffs and, and late in the season, mm-hmm. this Diamondbacks team would have probably won over 90 games easily. I mean, there are so many games that you could hang on the fact that Torrey Lavella at one point was going to a bullpen uh, by, or a closer by committee and, yeah. and not a single guy could really step up. But uh, I will say those days are over now, and this has been fun to watch. And we have more from Paul Seawald, of course, in the clubhouse because honestly, we can't get enough of this guy.
3: Man, I was trying, I mean, I was going in the game regardless, so um, I think it worked out well that I wasn't really stressed for a save or a tie game, or I kind of was like, I just kind of thought from the get-go, you know, it's going to be tough, I'm going to have to pitch from down, but, you know, give it everything I have to try and come back, and um, it's so hard in those moments to be, like, a fan, like, I want to be a fan, but I had to go in the game, <laughs> a couple bullpen guys, I hope they got it on video that forgot I was warming up in that situation. And maybe- Needed to relax in front of where I was part, trying to throw pitches as hard as I could. But uh, I don't think I've ever heard a stadium that loud. That was um, that was electric. That was electric. What a crowd we had again today.
1: Derek, here's who the Diamondbacks used as their closer before getting seawalled on July 31st. They got 13 saves from him, which is a lot for the final two months of the season. Before that, the leader as uh, Damon, and we are Damon's dogs. Roof. woof. Wolf, woof, so, uh, see, at 13, Scott McGuff, nine, Andrew Chafin, eight, Miguel Castro, seven, Ginkle, four, Dre Jamison, Ryan Thompson, and Justin Martinez. Did you have that on your bingo board, folks? Did not. Justin Martinez. Had one save. I saw that look on Damon's face. He was like,
2: pitching big games for us this year. He was. Throwing like point. eight straight balls.
1: Yep. 12-6-0 yep. ERA for Justin Martinez. Yep. But then Paul Sewald, the savior, comes along. The and savior. now it's a 2-2 series. The dad. In the NLDS.
0: Yeah. Wow. We've talked about Paul Sewald being like the dad that gets you lost on vacation. But you as a kid never knew it because he was just so calm the whole time. So even though the road trip had gone completely off the, off the rails... And uh, when he says, roll the windows up and lock the doors, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. We're going to use the air remember, conditioning Remember finally. that time we stopped in Calabasas and we had the food at the <laughs> diner and went to the dinosaurs thing? That was awesome. That it was, was like, great. Yeah, that was because we ran out of gas on the way to California. That's what that trip was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Paul Seawald, of course, uh, an excellent, excellent, uh, calming presence for the bullpen and for this team. I mean, man, this guy, you can't say enough about how extraordinary he has been for this team uh, since his acquisition at the trade deadline. But, of course, I'm drinking a Four Peaks Brewing Company beer tonight, as you all should be, uh, except Cogs. Cogs isn't old enough to drink, so Cogs, no beer for you. But uh, for the rest of you, you should be enjoying the uh, craft beer. Uh, the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Of course, they got a wide, wonderful variety of beers. Uh, I am drinking a hazy IPA uh, because my normal celebration beer was warm, and I needed to get some in the refrigerator. Of course, Damon is drinking the official beer of baseball. Golden it's lager? It's just the golden lager, yeah. Yeah. Just the official beer of baseball. The
2: official beer of baseball. The
0: official beer of going to baseball games. But no matter what official beer you want to drink from Four Peaks, make sure to check out all the wonderful variety they have to offer. Also check out their 8th Street Pub. Get the chicken tendies. You'll thank me later. They also have their pumpkin porter, which is back. Uh, You can get that right now. It's back on shelves and in draft lines around the valley. You can also, of course, get it at that 8th Street Pub. They got wonderful events going on, too. So don't miss out on all that stuff. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. Uh, Of course, Steinholding, much more difficult than I ever thought it was going to be. (laughs) Uh, Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Also, of course, if you are heading home from the stadium right now, maybe listening to us in the car or uh, maybe maybe you got some more plans this weekend. Make sure to stop by Circle K. It's America's Thirst Stop. Uh, Totri wanted me to tell you it's Anthony Totri's Thirst Stop. I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure it's something inappropriate. It's his thirst spot. Yeah, it's his thirst spot. Spot? Yeah, it's something like it's a thirst trap. I don't know, but something like that. And Phillies
1: fans know Circle K studies show. Number one, number just, one in the you're U.S. Just picking fights with Phillies fans, and number three, Wawa. Oh sure. my god, Are
0: they got about that crazy. Last They're furious about that. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't do a, the study between you and Mac tweeting from our account, and getting in fights with Phillies fans. I don't want it. Anyone in any of this? I don't want the smoke with these Phillies fans. We get a
2: fury of comments, all being like, "Seriously, as a Phillies fan, like really like the show, yeah, but." but- wawa the, was a step yeah,
0: too the, far the wawa slander not absolutely evident I guess what i shouldn't K, tell people what i read. number one in america facts are facts he's a facts he's a yes. stat guy studies he's a stat guy the, ch- the chicken cheesesteak is
1: better than the traditional cheesesteak i'm just oh telling you the God, studies that i've read
0: please stop this I, you're gonna you're giving me so you're gonna go back to denver and you're not gonna have to we re- deal with weeks <laughs> of philadelphia fans dming you death threats <laughs> over your takes on all of this stuff but uh of course Uh, To stop by Circle K, uh, we got a brand new membership program over there. You can join the inner circle and you get all sorts of free stuff. You'll get free coupons through the app. You will get uh, buy five, get the six one free on a selection of Circle K products. But most importantly right now with how expensive gas is, you will save 25 cents per gallon on your first Five Phillips. Damn. So join the inner circle for free by downloading the circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circle K dot com for details. And I know the one and only incomparable Jesse Friedman is here to join the show. But before we do that, apparently we have Paul Seewald talking about jumping around. That was the most jumping around
3: I think I've ever seen. That was uh, that was pretty good. It's it's you know, it, it's so hard to try and breathe and like just pitch the way I know I need to pitch when you know there's that many people and that excited for me you know they're cheering for you when it's on the road you're like all right like they're against me so then you kind of go into defense mode but when they're cheering with you you got you kind of want to get amped up but it's uh um it was it was pretty loud it was pretty fun that's you know that's why I like coming out to that song and I like when people jump around it was uh it was very cool.
0: Let's go. We jump tell Paul needs to know. We jump around in this office every single time he comes out. So please pass that along to him. And of course the perfect person to tell him that is the one and only Jesse Friedman who is joining us right now from chase field, Jesse, <laughs> <laughs> what a win, what a game. What are the vibes like at chase field right now? My friend, uh, I said immaculate yesterday. I guess
4: I guess even more immaculate, doubly <laughs> immaculate today. Uh, That's This good. was this was just a, just an incredible win all the way around for the Diamondbacks. Um, you know, as a beat writer, it, it utterly decimated my post game story because I had everything <laughs> laid out. And all the I knew I knew all the questions I was going to ask and everything, and then um, you know uh, it happened so quickly too, right? Yeah, it, was the yeah it really of the did. Inning. You know, Alec Thomas uh, hits that homer. Just a couple of batters later, Gabby Moreno uh, gives the Diamondbacks the lead. That inning ends. Uh, and then suddenly Paul Seawald, who he said after the game, was coming in regardless. The Diamondbacks were going to use Paul Seawald even if this was a 5-3 game. Um... But suddenly, uh, you know, him coming in, pitching, uh, you know, down a couple of runs turns into a save, a save opportunity. And as you just heard him, heard him talk about there. uh, It was it was insane. I mean, when when Paul Seawald's song came on, you know, they've got the hype video and everything on the Jumbotron. People were people were like actively jumping up and down in the stands they they were not just cheering they weren't just like standing there waving their flags there was active like it actually looked like a like a concert or something was happening uh with with how much movement there was in in the crowd so uh yeah just just an incredible win all the way around for the diamondbacks obviously and uh you know i mean uh run differential doesn't matter that's been sort of the 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 mantra of of maybe this this whole thing for the diamondbacks this year (laughs) they got outscored 15 to 3 in philadelphia but you know, a one run win is, is just as good as, as a 10 run win. And, you know, the Diamondbacks suddenly we're, we're looking at a, at a, you know, a, a dead heat here at, at two games
0: apiece. That's what we were talking about. That obviously, uh, you know, it's a, it's a joke to say aggregate scoring isn't a thing in baseball. So these runs don't carry over from one game to another. But I mean, it, it was a pretty devastating loss after game two uh, to lose 10 to nothing like they did to have their offense completely disappear in those first two games it just it, it wasn't very encouraging you know for this team going forward i think to you know even you could even say that about last night's win because uh, it was a you know a amazing pitching performance by brandon fought but you don't know if you're going to get that again even from brandon fought let alone from any of their other starting pitchers so it really comes down to how is this game going to go how is this bullpen kind of frankenstein start that tory lavallo put together and i mean it didn't go perfect Obviously, they de- they definitely had their moments, the questionable managing moments where you could wonder why he left like Andrew Saul, Frank and a couple of other guys in. But overall, this staff, this this bullpen staff came together to at least keep this game competitive and the offense surprisingly did more than we could have expected them to do to and, and brought home this win.
4: Yeah, I was, you know, just kind of planning planning what i was going to write about after this game when the d-backs were down five to three my initial thought was all right you know the bullpen kind of melted down here in the middle innings the story is that the diamondbacks just don't have you know some of the the elite quality stuff that the phillies do in their bullpen and that's sort of it was a bullpen game for the d-backs a bullpen game for the phillies phillies bullpen is better than the Diamondbacks bullpen that's the story but what i realized the more i thought about it was if the diamondbacks had lost this game five to three in my mind, the biggest story was just that the offense didn't show up, right? Yeah. The yes. Marte, It just continues to be sort of on an island by himself and just no one else on this team is is hitting consistently. Um, because, yeah, I mean, this bullpen game, no, it it wasn't perfect for the Diamondbacks. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, Kyle Nelson had a, had a pretty rough second half of the season. Like Andrew Saul Frank uh, was a minor leaguer a little more than a month ago. Like the Diamondbacks have been expecting a lot from a number of different guys in in this situation I don't think it's fair to you know pin a game like this on them for for not being able to come through the Phillies are a really really good lineup um and and yeah I mean I think the story would have been like I said before that the offense just couldn't come through and you know it it comes down to Alec Thomas uh, as a pinch hitter he hasn't been used the last couple times uh with a lefty on the mound He's, he's started the game on the bench but You know, he he stayed ready throughout this one and he obviously came through with a really, I mean, like it's not normal to be able to pull a pitch that far outside. It It was really remarkable the way that he was able to to do that. And uh, Joe Mather, we talked with Joe Mather afterwards and he couldn't explain it either. Uh, It was it was honestly pretty funny trying, you know, seeing him try to like come to grips with how that happened.
0: He really had no idea. He (laughs) smiled. He smiled while he was hitting it. It was it was insane like it's like he knew it It was like it was like a weird combination like yes you're right he shouldn't have been able to hit it where he was and the only answer for that is that it, it seemed like Alec guessed right on where the pitch was going to be and what pitch it was going to be and as he you know stretched out to hit it like he he. He knew, he knew he got, he got the the good part of the bat on. He knew this was going to fucking rip. And like, I mean, there's just, there was something incredible about that moment. I mean, Alec already has that 14 pitch at bat that ended in a home run. That is absolutely already something of legend, but he just, it feels like he's continuing. Damon had this thing where he just kept calling every at bat for every guy like yes. a legacy at bat. Like, this is, this he is their legacy. This is going to be adding to their legacy. I'm sure Jesse can't picture it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Jesse, there's no, no way I Jesse can imagine can it. Damon overreacting like that. But I mean, <laughs> this one, it I kind right. of felt like that. Like, I mean, this feels like an iconic postseason run for a guy who they don't. Trust enough to put in the lineup every single night based on pitching matchups. Right. Which which is understandable because we know Thomas has absolutely struggled against left handed pitching. So I don't I don't question that move at all. But it's wild because this offense is it has been so quiet at times that Thomas is just somehow stepping up in these huge situations and and becoming the guy for this team.
4: Yeah, it was funny. The way he described the the homer after the fact, he said that it felt like it was right down the middle, uh, even though <laughs> it was not. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't really not know not exactly at all, how that
0: pal. Uh, Paul
4: Stewald also talked about, when I asked him about his vantage point of the home run, uh, he said that some of the other guys in the bullpen were like jumping up and down and getting so excited that they weren't really mindful of the fact that he was still like actively warming up, and they were like running, <laughs> like running in front of him as he was, as he was trying to throw his warm up tosses. Um, That's funny. But yeah, it really is. I mean, this is kind of how the Diamondbacks have have operated. Uh, you know. For, for most of the season right it's it's not a team that's necessarily going to come out and, and beat you by six or seven runs but it's a team that finds a way to score more runs than you more often than you kind of expect them to right yeah. uh and yesterday it was you know it was Cattell coming through in, in that big spot at, at the end against Craig Kimbrell and then Again today, right? I guess Craig Kimbrell is sort of, I'm I'm sure he is not viewed too kindly by Phillies fans at this point after what's happened the last couple of days. Uh, I know Rob Thompson addressed that a little bit after the game and was sort of noncommittal about Craig Kimbrell's role moving forward. and. You know whether it would be whether he maybe wouldn't pitch in situations like this i guess we'll have to see how that how that pans out but yeah i mean you know for the second consecutive day the diamondbacks just do just enough offensively as as they've kind of done for the entire season
1: it seems like thompson did not push all the right buttons there Tory obviously the Alec Thomas button was great. Uh that that <laughs> looks genius, pretty easy to say that. The Saul Frank one, I think we all maybe like to do that one over again. Might have left him in too long. Were there any other plays uh, in the game that that kind of stood out for you of like, hey, that ended up working out really nice um or maybe it, it certainly could have gone a lot worse. That Tori was able to kind of call upon and say, "Okay, that was that ended up being really good for the team as a whole because Look, this was uh the bull plan, right? It was just purely a bullpen game. That was the plan. And so a lot of things had to go right and a lot really did for the Diamondbacks tonight.
4: Yeah, I don't know. it was interesting hearing Tori talk about the Andrew Solfrank uh decision. Uh he did say that, you know, while it was happening that he sort of, you know, he was sort of thinking back on like should I actually have let Sol Frank continue in the game after walk after he walked Schwarber to start off that inning? That's I think a spot. lot of people look back on that as yeah, obviously that that didn't end particularly well. Ryan Thompson comes in bases loaded, nobody out, really, really hard situation. But yeah, out, outside of that, I mean, this wasn't uh this wasn't uh, Tories doing at all whatsoever, but the Phillies made a couple of really key mistakes early on in this game. And the Diamondbacks the first two runs that the Diamondbacks scored, you could argue were because of the Phillies, because of the Phillies' mistakes, yeah. right? I believe it was there. There was the unearned run, of course. The first run of the game was an unearned run. The Diamondbacks. yeah, that was that was Alec Bohm, right, making making that throwing error. Um, but you know, the very next inning, there was a wild pitch that actually wound up giving the Diamondbacks a run in a situation where they wouldn't have had one otherwise. Those two runs are the difference in this game, right? If the Diamondbacks don't get those two runs early, yeah. uh, even though they they weren't doing a whole lot offensively at the time, uh Manuel Rivera, you know, did come through with that big single uh there in the third i believe it was but that single that, that single only scored a run because there was a wild pitch early in the inning that i think it was christian walker who moved up into into scoring position so uh yeah you know the phillies made more mistakes than than the diamondbacks did in in this game and the diamondbacks made a mistake too right emmanuel rivera with that force play at the plate uh that sort of blew up on them and gave the phillies an extra run as well um but yeah i mean you know the diamondbacks sort of build their brand off of being more more competent you know better at the little things than the other team yeah and they were a little bit better than the phillies at those little things today
0: yeah sanchez seemed to forget uh how many outs they had in one of the innings right like there there was a lot of mistakes for them and it's mistakes that we saw the diamondbacks make at times in this series as well when we talk about that pop-up in the infield that longo let drop Guriel losing track of the outs like the Diamondbacks have said time and time again they need to play flawless baseball in order to have a chance in a series like this against a team like the Phillies and so far in the wins it's not flawless right but they're seemingly making less mistakes than the Phillies and they're able to do just enough Uh, at least in this one they got the early lead and then they they lose it and they battle back Uh, that early lead was encouraging it was nice to see them jump out ahead and, and get some offense uh, rolling before the seventh inning, you know, this team felt like really they were just putting up a little bit of a fight before the end of the game. Maybe once the starting pitcher left, uh, and it was rough to see, they still have a lot to deal with, with Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, you know, being up, uh, you know, against them next. So it's not going to yeah. be easy because if those guys pitch like they did in game one and game two, it doesn't matter where these games take place. It's going to be a rough night for the diamondbacks offense to try to generate some runs. Uh, but Jesse, I need you to explain to me, Paven Smith. Just just explain to me Paven Smith. Because man, this guy all of a sudden I mean, we know he raked in Reno. We know a couple of other guys raked in Reno as well. And Paven and those other guys, Jake McCarthy, uh, Kyle Lewis, I brought this up earlier. None of them could really find success consistently at a major league level or even enough to, you know, keep one of those guys up clearly above the other two at times but now Paven Smith is here in the postseason he's coming into pitch hit situations big big moments in the game and he's been delivering for this team
4: he really has yeah uh, I talked with him a little bit yesterday about you know just his journey kind of through the minor leagues and the fact that Paven Smith hardly played in the majors in the second half of the season right I think he had a brief stint in the majors in early September and outside of that i mean pavin was a was a triple a baseball player you know from from the i think it was like middle end of june through the end of the season and he talked about you know while he was there when when the when the aces weren't playing and the diamondbacks were kind of keeping up on things and you know holding the idea in the back of his head that he might be able to contribute and i mean frankly i don't know if he would be here if jake mccarthy was healthy right i mean if jake mccarthy is healthy that roster point. spot probably goes to Jake McCarthy so uh, he was not necessarily super close is you know from like a depth chart standpoint to getting the opportunity uh that that he's gotten and uh and he's you know he's come through i know he didn't he didn't deliver uh, in, in his final at bat, you know, he had an opportunity to maybe really break the game open with the bases yeah. loaded and two outs there, and, and I think that was the seventh uh, wound, winds up grounding out there. But, yeah, I mean, I, I tweeted it out. I, I believe this holds, through, this holds true to the end of this game. Paven Smith has as many hits in this series as Corbin Carroll, Christian Walker, and
0: Tommy Pham combined. <laughs> uh, all three of those no, guys have won. No, don't say it isn't so. Wow, say it isn't that's a so. stat. Yeah, I don't know if that means Pavin's good or the rest of those guys are terrible. I think it's the latter, but Pavin was very a little, good. A little, little bit of both. A little bit of both, <laughs> uh, but Pavin was uh, incredible for the Reno Aces. He slashed 318, 428, 506 with a 934 OPS for the Aces. Uh, and he, you know, again, he was just, he was a very consistent hitter. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but he's been complimented quite a bit about, his ability to know the strike zone and his approaches at the plate it's it's almost a mystery at times why it doesn't carry over to to have better results right and now what we're seeing is Pavin be able to put it together and be able to put it together in some of the biggest you know at bats he's probably ever had in his career right now mm-hmm. so i think that's the most impressive thing because we we talk a lot about how Baseball is a game of consistency and layoffs can cause problems and time off can cause problems. But most importantly, if you're not playing in some way due to injury or a layoff or all-star break or whatever, it can take its toll on you. And you you just need some time for you to, like, get ramped back up to being the player that you were or being able to play at a major league level, you know, successfully. And for Paven to be able to just not get that playing time, not have those games in the second half like you discussed – and to be able to step up, it's it's huge. It's been huge, but uh, there's there's one thing that's bigger than that, and it is the trades by Mike Hazen coming through in this particular game, Jesse. Because my God, Gabriel Moreno. Lourdes Guriel had a huge catch. Gabriel Moreno had the big hit, uh, the, the game winning hit. He also scored another run. Paul Sewald coming in and closing this game like this team is here and this team is winning games because of moves that Mike Hazen made to improve this team at the beginning of the season and throughout the season. Ryan Thompson, another guy that you can't say enough about uh, his contributions to this team.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I misspoke earlier. It was it was Cattell Marte scoring in the third inning, Gabby Moreno driving him in there. Yeah. Uh, right. That got the Diamondbacks their their second run of this game. And yeah, Moreno, you know, comes up there in, in that in that you know enormous spot. And you know, getting getting the game even was one thing. But do I mean do the Diamondbacks I mean it's sort of like a 50 50 game at that point? Yeah. Right. I mean, after yeah. Alec Thomas really hits that is. home run, for as much as the crowd was going crazy. Diamondbacks hadn't won the game at that point, right? They just given themselves a chance. Uh, they just given themselves a chance, basically, right? It was sort of a coin flip, and for Gabby Moreno uh, to come through and and you know hit that single, and and also also you know Corbin Carroll being hit by hit by a pitch. It was kind of an interesting sequence there for Rob Thompson, where he decided not to go to Jose Alvarado with the left-handed hitting yes. Corbin Carroll at the plate. Uh and then Craig Kimbrell throws one pitch to Corbin. Carroll hits him. Uh Carroll takes first base. And then now.
0: Da- Damon Thompson has a decides. conspiracy theory. We are not going to air on air, but I think you can figure it out when it comes to what that mound visit with Craig Kimbrell might've been about what the directions handed down from the general to the soldier might've been. But those are just, those are just <laughs> complete accusations that we are not going to at all throw out there as a real thing. But even having yeah. a conspiracy theory along those <laughs> lines
4: was, was inevitable. Absolutely. <laughs> I am not in this slightest <laughs> surprise, but uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of a bizarre uh, a bizarre decision right you're going to stick with your righty against the left-handed hitting carroll and then uh and then you know the very next batter is gabby moreno who who has raked against lefties and the phillies have done pretty much everything they can in this series to try to keep moreno from facing lefties if they're able to uh and yet he put in jose alvarado who is obviously a very good left-handed pitcher. Uh but it was, you know, uh didn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense on paper and and it didn't work, right? Uh Gabby Moreno gets ahead in the count and and is able to to, you know, poke that that RBI single to to give the Diamondbacks the lead. So I was really I was pretty confused by that from from Rob Thompson. He said after the game he was trying to stay away from Jose Alvarado in this game if at all possible. I guess they were trying to see if Kimbrel could get them out of the inning. Um, so that maybe they, they wouldn't have to go to Alvarado, but you know, they still had another inning, uh, after that, of course, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly what Rob Thompson's plan was there, but sort of a, sort of a bizarre, uh, a bizarre decision there on his part. Phillies end up using
1: everyone in their bullpen, except Taiwan Walker, former Diamondbacks pitcher who we th- kind of thought was actually gonna start uh game four. And a guy who threw a no hitter earlier this year. Michael Renzen. That's who was left in their bullpen. Yeah, which is wild. I don't yeah. think anything was probably discussed post game because it was kind of a non factor and so much happened after. Uh,
0: but-, but but the commentators did bring up that the Diamondbacks would have a rough time if this game were to go into extra innings. And I think it would have been fair to say both teams That's would have had a, a hard time if it went into extra innings. The only difference The Phillies there, were
4: probably better prepared, yeah, right? Taiwan I mean, Walker, I won, I won Walker was a yeah. fifteen game winner and Michael Lorenzen was kind of a big trade deadline acquisition for the Phillies. I know he threw the no-hitter Fair. and didn't, didn't, you know, kind of fizzled out the rest of the year. But the D-backs in that situation, and I guess it would have been Slade Ciccone, uh, probably going for however long they needed. Yeah, uh, This was another game where, you know, like very much like yesterday, the Diamondbacks needed to get out of here in nine innings, mm-hmm. and, and they found a way to do that.
0: It was an impressive win, Jesse, and now we have a three-game series, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but the diamondbacks have been very good in short series because they can send out the trio of Zach gallon, Merrill Kelly and Brandon fought, which I imagine who we will see the rest of the way. Uh, And I mean, now, especially with the way Brandon fought pitched, you know, in game three, that, that that's got to excite you. That's got to get you pumped. And that's got to make you feel confident that, you know, you say what you want about the series, the way it started, the way things have gone, but it has to make you feel like the Diamondbacks absolutely have a chance to win this series.
4: They absolutely do. Right. I mean, yeah. like you said, it's a three game series. Two of those games, uh, you know, if we if we need all three, two of those games will be in Philadelphia. Which obviously is an advantage for the Phillies. That's a ballpark that they have played extraordinarily well in uh over the years and yeah. in the postseason. But you you know, you give yourself a shot here. And and tomorrow is gonna be really big because Zach Gallen is on the mound. You know, we've talked at length on this show about how good he was in the regular season pitching at home. Maybe this is a more, a more comfortable environment for him compared to The very hostile environment of course over at citizens bank park that he dealt with in game one and for as good as zach wheeler has been in the postseason and he has been historically good uh you know you figure the diamondbacks maybe the second time around maybe they're maybe they're able to to figure some things out and and get some things going so you know zach gallon against zach wheeler here at chase field tomorrow is once again going to be a really important game if you go if you go back to philly you know down to three to two that's a that's a it's not impossible but that's a really really tough spot to be in so all these games are important obviously and you know tomorrow is is uh, just you know uh, yet another one of those 125
0: bucks to get in the door right now for game 5 Diamondback fans want to be there early. Uh, Jesse, uh, you are going to miss game five because we're going to need to send you, uh, I think tomorrow morning on a Greyhound bus back to Philadelphia in order for you to be there for game six. My (laughs) apologies. The budget is getting stretched very thin, sir. But we are very (laughs) excited uh, to have you at Chase Field. I know you actually will be there again tomorrow and in Philadelphia when they go back there. So we thank you for all of your hard work and we look forward to talking to you, hopefully after another Diamondbacks win tomorrow night.
4: All right, sounds good. See you guys
0: later, man. Philadelphia Friedman. He sang that a hundred times during the show. It's a, I don't know, like, it just like a little jingle you're working out, like maybe a theme song for Jesse to listen to on his that's, way on the bus. That's to it. Philadelphia it man. Philadelphia. I nice. have an
2: interesting question regarding the ticket prices. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Is, is tomorrow the most important game in Diamondback's history post 2001?
1: I, I mean, mean yes. yeah. It's, uh, it's the think, deepest obviously that they've gone.
0: Yeah, you could say that for literally sure. about every single game I think at, at this point. The remain every remaining yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, it's the Diamondbacks are in a position right now that they are two wins away from going to the World Series for the first time since they won it in 2001. But
2: tomorrow feels like a particularly special. You got Gallen on the mound, it's at yeah. home, like if you don't win, you have to go to win two games in Philly. That's yeah. the Tomorrow's biggest part. Huge. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to I think we're going to have numbers tomorrow. I think it's going to be loud from the start.
0: Angry. I'm pumped. We need people out there, so go get your tickets. Get out there. Don't let this entire situation turn. You know, like again? Like we're complaining at one point. It was a bad thing that tickets were cheap. Yeah. Right. Like that's awesome. That's an awesome thing. The we shock, live in an awesome horror. place where we don't get raked over the coals for ticket prices. Weekday, what are we even doing here?
1: Yeah, weekday early afternoon, two o seven start. That yeah, that's that's kind of rough, but yeah. it was still populated largely by diamondbacks fans that was the case tonight did jesse did say like yeah there might have been a few more phillies fans now i i don't i don't know that's gonna be the case if those those are the prices it's
0: Valentine's day sometimes on Valentine's day you know you don't you don't let phillies fans uh take you on a date no you choose you choose him every single time that That is right i i i really hope the couple that dressed up with uh marsh beards and hair aren't there again that's all i hope but uh even if they are we we embrace all of you we welcome all of you uh because this is this has been a good series and this is going to continue to be a good series uh so let's uh let's continue to watch these two exciting teams duke it out and hopefully for our fans and for us uh, the arizona diamondbacks come out on top but of course there's a great way to root this team on and that's that's with this shirt oh we are fucking dangerous because a connected team is a dangerous team and get the shirt of a connected team go get that shirt right now like i said earlier if you are a diehard already you will get 20 percent off the price of the shirt if you're not a diehard Get your diehard membership now, and you will get this shirt for free or our wagon Ooh. shirt or whatever shirt you want from the PHNX locker. Look at all those beautiful playoffs. And you'll
1: look, shirts. look amazing in it. You will just look on it on your own. But you also will look amazing like Max looked like. That's it's true. Today when he came in, Max was, he had his Max aunt.
0: was very sexy when he came in. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Mostly it's because he stayed out of the spot, though. So whenever Max does not stand in the spot – he looks pretty sexy to me, but go get yourself that shirt. Get a diehard membership. You'll get uh, benefits from our partners. You'll get discounts. You'll get access to our members only discord lounge. You'll get 20% off all those future purchases at the PHNX locker and so much more, including a $50 gift card from our friends at Mount Mike's pizza. You get a Dobson ranch ranch card uh, and all sorts of wonderful discounts with our stuff, events, special merchandise for for diehards only And so much more So get that that Diehard membership today Another big part Of what we do around here Is supporting our community Taking part In our community events Taking part In our diehards events Not only do we have events That we want you guys To be a part of But we want to be a part Of your stuff So we Tomorrow On October 21st Are going to be taking place uh, take, Taking part In the Out of Darkness Walk We're going to be Joining thousands of teams Across the country uh, For an event That's co-chaired By one of our very own PHNX diehards This event raises money for suicide prevention programs, unites those who, who have been affected by suicide, and helps create communities that are smart about mental health. We all need to take our mental health seriously. It's it's something that, at times, I come from a generation where mental health wasn't, you know, that's wasn't true. prioritized, right? And this is something that's very important. So you need to make sure you take care of your loved ones, you take care of yourselves. Um, and again, this is very Uh, Personal to all of us here, we all have somebody here at PHNX that we love, that we've lost. All of you might have a connection to someone that you've loved and lost due to suicide, and this is something that we very much want to uh, try to do everything we can to prevent. Uh, We're here for you guys, and so are all of these wonderful programs, Uh, so we want to make sure everybody's uh, aware of that, and you can join us in person at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick uh, tomorrow at 9 a.m., Or you can show your support virtually. You can join our team, PHNX, by hitting the link in our description and helping us hit our fundraising goal, if you're able to. Uh, And also, uh, join us. We'd love to see you guys out there. We'll be out there around 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, So, of course, uh, make sure, if you can, join us. And if you can't, at least sign up to uh, be a part of our team. You don't even have to make a donation. I believe you can just join the team just to show your support, and we would love that as well. So, uh, again, make sure to check out the link in our description. Also, of course, if you're going to be out walking anywhere in Arizona at 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, it doesn't matter what time of year, you need to get yourself some Shady Rays. It is uh, gear built to last. Of course, this man knows. Uh, It's an independent sunglass company that provides a premium product that is much cheaper uh, than all of those expensive sunglasses out there, but not cheaper in quality. They're durable. They got premium polarized lenses, and they also offer the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear where every single pair of their sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacement plan. Should you lose or break your pair of shady rays, even on day one, they will send you out a brand new pair. No questions asked. No shame. Not even not dad jokes. This guy, he's not gonna even he's not gonna let me have a lunch without at least squeezing one dad joke in there. I do, I do. I? Yeah, that's yeah. no, true. Right. I didn't know if you had a dad joke to get in there. It felt like that was an appropriate time, but you're behaving yourself. And that's I'm surprising. trying to.
1: I couldn't think of something with squeeze in yeah,
0: there. Yeah, I, I felt like I was teeing you up with squeeze, but you know what? Um, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I I still I I I still appreciate you, uh, just like I appreciate my shady rays, even when I lost them, right? Because Shady Rays sent me out a brand new player, pair. Of course, uh, if you do not love your shady rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk at all when you shop. Their team always has your back. You can shop their location here in town at Kierlin Commons. And, of course, you can shop their full full variety of sunglasses over at their website at ShadyRays.com. Exclusively for our listeners, you can go to that website over at ShadyRays and get their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two pairs or more of of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh big shout out to Vince for his another super chat. Vince, we love you. Uh appreciate that. He says donation to upgrade Jesse to a flight. He deserves it. I, I feel will, like I should call Jesse now. I will and be let pocketing know. that money and absolutely not upgrading him to a flight. No, no. But, but Jesse can see these comments though. He's gonna fine. see that. That's fine. I'm sure he's busy packing or something. And here's the thing it's only gonna help him one way, and then he's still gonna have to greyhound back anyway. Cause that's I mean, kind of true. Right. Yeah. So I, I might as well get myself a good sandwich downtown or something. Piece of Yoshi. Uh, he says <laughs> D-backs are 2-0 in the Yoshi fire Derek era. I don't like that one pick. Get that get that comment off of there. I do not appreciate you. Uh, Sharon Spall with the uh, Super Chat. Thank you, Sharon. She says donation towards Jesse's flight to Philly so he doesn't have to ride the bus. There's another $10 I will be pocketing. I'm not giving Jesse no, any of this now money. Now that's going to no. cover
1: the cost. He can ride in maybe No, Sturridge. shut up. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh
0: Yes. Uh, and uh, Thomas just said, fuck yes for the jar. There's $5. So yes, there we go. I'll take that directly out of my personal. I got five bucks Thanks, for you Thomas. right there, Thomas. There you go. That goes in there. And Alucard, Uh $10 from Card says Gallon redemption day coming tomorrow. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's get Gallon a big win in the playoffs. This man deserves it. Uh, and of course. Did they
4: just let don't. us get
0: two? They they did let us get two. There's there's
2: actually no, <laughs> no way man. they let us get two. No, Damon.
0: Damon. They let us get two. I'm
2: sitting here and I. I you know why that's fucking crazy. That they let us I'm going to tell
0: you why that's fucking crazy. Because if what? you if you let us get two, now we're going to get three. Oh God, fucking forbid! God you let us forbid get three. you if we get three. Oh God, God help you if we get three. Oh, I don't even know what you're going to do if we get three. Don't because let us then get we're going to get four. That's how it works. Because this team is a goddamn wagon, and we are in a motherfucking roll. All right, I needed to get that out. Um That's great. Look, I feel better if you love money, something, set it free. And if it There's comes back to you
1: it was meant to be, right? Yeah, that's You the way give it works. second chances don't when let it us comes get three.
0: It gives you, you give second <laughs> let chances. Us get three. Do not. Do not let <laughs> us get three. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's a warning. That's a PSA, if you will. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. If you will, if you let us get three, it's a goddamn mistake. My name is Derek Monte. You can follow yes, me on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This absolute maniac next to me is that Patrick D lions. Uh, his name is something similar to that. I think you can figure it out. The people's producer is behind the Mac tonight. Uh, he is Damon. We are Damon's dogs. Arf, wolf, arf. Wolf. we've switched What the hell happened to that we switched I thought we were doing the art it's thing, like man. it's
1: like rock paper scissors ah. let's just try it one more time yeah and let's see if we can make yeah, the same we, sound
0: effect you ready we are damon's dogs wolf wolf. okay all right there arf, we go arf. all right go go follow damon at damon dog It's has got so like monotone i know it used to be a little cute ah. dog, and then da- like Sean made it all like, yeah, like it's gotten weird. It's all over the place, but you know why? Because da- dogs come in all shapes and sizes, just like Diamondbacks players do. Yeah. But a connected dog is a dangerous dog. Don't forget that. Uh, follow all of us on Twitter, of course. Our shows at phnx underscore dbacks, but all roads do lead to at. PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you so much for your time tonight. We appreciate all of you guys for being here. Uh, and I'll tell you this much. I want you guys to remember one thing, and that's remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you fucking tie the Phillies in the motherfucking Yachts!